right. Well, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Brand Herald podcast. And I am excited to have Jessica Dixon, the sales director with Refuge for Women and Survivor Made, but specifically with Survivor Made. We'll talk a little bit more about the distinction there. But first and foremost, Jessica, thanks for being here. Oh, no problem. I'm excited to be here. So, yeah, no. Um, and so just a little bit of, of context um, as to how we got here and something we were also just talking about as we were preparing um, is so Ked Frank is and you'll correct me on this is one of the founders of <laughs> Refuge for Women. Is that right? Yes, he is. Right. And I, I don't. I haven't, as I mentioned, I haven't known Kid for very long. I don't know him very well, but I did have, I did spend some time with him, had coffee because we had a mutual friend in uh, a guy named Barry Brock who um, has kind of been in the finance business in both Lexington and Louisville for a long time. He was with a bank and he kind of has his own operation now. And I know he's a huge fan of Kid and, and all the work that Refuge for Women um, is doing. And that's how we got to this point. Yeah, Kid is an amazing guy. He is the president over uh, Refuge for Women currently. It uh, Refuge for Women started in Ohio for a man's refuge woman, actually. And, Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it started off for like men who was coming out of prison. Really? And in Ohio, and then we moved. What part of Ohio? It. I'm actually from Ohio. Uh, I'm not sure uh, exactly what part of Ohio, but okay. it started gotcha. in Ohio. Yeah. And then we moved forward. I know. He he loves it. He loves baseball, actually. Um, And then he moved towards, and then we got one in um, Kentucky for women. So it started off for men, and then we moved towards women, um, helping women who got sex traffic, ex-porn stars, strippers. um, Yeah. Okay. So- One of the things I wanted to kind of give people who have listened to previous episodes a little bit of context, and then we're going to start getting into learning more about Refuge for Women and Survivor Made, but is – and I I shared this with Jessica before we started recording – is most of the episodes that we do are with customers. Um, You know, we love using this podcast platform to um, help our customers to tell their story about their companies, and then we're also able to dig into the ways that we help them to build their brand, both with employees and customers – and and really have real conversations with them about, you know, what have we done well? What have we not done well? This is different. Um, I've mixed in some uh, episodes that are not really with customers, but I love um, the story of, of Refuge for Women and for with and Survivor Made. And I wanted to do an episode uh, and, and kind of dig into that. So some of the questions will be different. And so anybody listening, this will be a little different than um, than what you're used to. But I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. OK, so. What we're going to start with, Jessica, is before we get into talking about the organizations, we want to talk about you. So if you don't mind, just give us, you know, a few minutes. Just tell us your story, maybe where you grew up, um, anything that you want us to help us to get to know you. Okay, so Rescue Women and Survivor Mate is very special to me. Actually, I was the first graduate of Refuge for Women um, 13 years ago. I just did the math and I'm like, wow, it's been 13 years. Um, so I was the first graduate of Refuge for Women. So it's, it's it's a little special for me. And when I graduate the program, which is a year program, I um, worked at Toyota and I always knew, I always stayed connected with Refuge. I volunteer and different things. And they asked me to come on staff this past August to be their sales director. So it's a little special for me. Where did you grow up? Tell us a little bit about like where you're from. I mean, are you from this area or are you? No, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. 
Uh, I'm an Ohio State fan. You're from Michigan. So I'm going to make my way through this as best I can. Yes, yes. I don't like sports. So no beef. No beef. Got it. Fair enough. <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And um, so the next thing, you know, well, tell me a little bit. You got family you know, until anything about yeah, family? So I, or, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just, have... just, yeah. Tell us about you. We want to get to know you. Yes. So I have two daughters. I have an eight-year-old and an 18-year-old. One is going to EKU to be a nurse and the eight-year-old, she's hopefully she's at school right now. (laughs) And I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I moved down here 13 years ago. I was only plus to come for six months. I never went back. I graduated the program. Um, God has really blessed me with a good job and new friends and new family. And I just never went back. Very good. No, that's, that's good. And so, the next thing I'm going to do before we really get into talking about um, the organizations is I've added this piece and I actually kind of enjoy it. It's just some fun questions that I ask okay. to go a little bit deeper with you personally. So um, one of the first things that I ask is uh, what is what is one of your biggest pet peeves? Oh, I would say being late. Oh, I can. Being late. And other people even like I don't know why other people make make as my pet peeve, but um, just being late. I would say being late. Very good. All right. You go to a coffee shop. What's your drink that you order? Lattes. I love lattes. Any particular flavor or anything specific about it? Well, it's the pumpkin season. So right now, pumpkin. I'm loving pumpkin right now. All right. All right. My mom, you'd get along with my mom. My mom loves everything pumpkin. Yes. I just had um, pumpkin hummus for my break earlier. Oh, Lord. Man, you're all in. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds bad, but I promise it's really good. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Next one. You got three hours to yourself. What do you do? Mm, take a nap. No kids. Hallmark. Absolutely. There you go. All right. All right. What is a favorite book of yours? Sound you really cliche, but the Bible. Oh, okay. You got to give me some. I'll write the Bible down. That's fine. I'll <laughs> give you that. But give me another one if you can think of one. Um. I don't know. I mainly that I do a lot of devotions, the Bible okay. yeah, right yeah. now about right. me being in sales. I'm reading a book, but I can't think of a name right now. It's okay. Other yep. Fair enough. Well, I'll follow up. with you. <laughs> and then the <laughs> final. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, and the final question is, what's your best advice on the key to being successful to other people? Oh, that's a good one. I would say um, find out where you're really good at and do your best at it and find out how you can make your company better and, and never forget why you do it. You know, what's funny about what you just said there is I I was on Instagram and Warren Buffett of all people, they, I, I saw a little clip and he, he basically said what you just said. He's like, cause he, they were asking him like, well, what can people do? Where should they invest? And he said the number one thing that he's like, just, just find out what you can be the absolute best at and then invest in yourself getting better at that thing and you will you will never starve basically you'll always do fine literally like yeah. literally like i feel like i spent so many years and trying to do what everybody else wanted me to do and then when you find out where you're good at is like do your best at it and then just stick yeah. to it because right. even when it's bad or stuff happens you know is it, it, it brings you back to that so yeah, for sure 
All right. Now we're going to go. I want to start talking about refuge for one. So the, the okay. idea here is I just want to lay out for people who are listening to this that are not familiar. Okay. Give them a little bit of history of refuge for women, what uh, what it's historically done, what it's doing. And then maybe start to tra- we'll start to transition then in the connection and how Survivor Made came about, et cetera. So let's okay. just start with tell me a little bit about the history of, of refuge for women. You talked about a little bit at the beginning. Yeah, about I can't something I did not. Yeah, I did not know that it started actually serving men. Uh, Crazy, then, yeah, right? Go for it. <laughs> okay, so um, refuge for women started uh, for men, men coming out of prison, and it started there, and then. Um, I don't know what in between it switched over to women because it was a need. Women was coming out of the industry at strippers and um, human traffic, a lot of stuff. But they didn't they wanted to get out of that industry, but they didn't have a way, nowhere to go. They didn't they didn't have a way out. So it was a need and people was coming, needing help. And Kev Frank, which is the founder, people kept coming to him at church and just different things was happening. And he felt led to you know, switch it over to the women and end up being now in four or five locations. So tell me a little bit about you, you say location. So help people understand, is this about what are, what are those locations? Are these homes? Are they? Okay. So yeah. for instance, it started, remember the men, and then we switched over to the women and in Kentucky, it's just a safe home. We have three different locations. We have emergency. So maybe something emergency can happen them just leaving their pimp or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they will go to prison. I'm not prison, but jail. And they need someone to go right at this moment. So we have a mercy house and then we have a long-term house and a long-term home. They can stay there up to a year for free, rent free and just work on healing and getting their life together. And then after they leave the long-term, they can uh, a transitional, which is apartment. They pay like a portion of the rent. And we kind of teach them how to be successful. Got it. And I think I remember talking, by the way, I just noticed, like, I bet that it looks like I'm not looking at you. It just, does it look like I'm looking to the right? The reason that I'm looking to the right is because I have two screens and you're actually on my right screen. So I'm actually like, yeah. So I want to make, because I think the camera's like here, like now I'm looking at you, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Good. So. I'm looking over here. Just make sure that, that I am looking at you. Um, Ked, I think, shared with me that um, – because I was kind of asking him a little bit about, like, the continuum, for lack of a better way to describe it. It's like um, she – you know, someone exits um, the things that you mentioned, whatever it might be, enters in with Refuge for Women at whatever level. You mentioned earlier it was like a year program. And then there are other organizations, obviously, that you partner with after that year to help – them continue to acclimate back into whatever yeah, kind of life after like, looks like. Is that right? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's like steps. It's like, okay, if you need help emergency, you go to emergency and you got, I think you got like month or two stay there, maybe 90 days the most. Mm-hmm. And then you stay there and then you make that decision if you want to do the long term. And the long term is a year, no rent, no nothing. You just focus on getting healing. And then if you stay with us, we'll help you go back to school, help you get repaired for life and you got like a transitional, like you're not quite ready, still need a little help. And you kind of can stay in a transitional and we have a, our own apartment complex and all the ladies can stay there after they graduate and kind of help them transition to the real world. Got it. What are some of the organizations that you guys partner with throughout that process that, that helps them to. Well, acclimate? we have um, therapists on site. 
at the emergency house and and we have one at the long-term house. So we have um, therapists, we do de- uh, devotions, they go to church, they do binary classes. Um, so we just kind of do more like biblical is a faith-based sure, yeah. um, nonprofit program. So basically much therapy, um, binary classes. A lot of ladies don't have any binaries. They don't even know what binary is and just kind of just building them back up to go into the real world. And then when they, like if they want to go to school or different things like that, mm-hmm. you guys are partnering with organizations in the community. Yeah. To- I mean, if they want to, some of them are getting their GED. Some of them, one of the ladies are going to school to be a nurse. Um, she got her CNN right now. So uh, one of another lady is going to school to ministry school. Okay. So we got all different levels, but like whatever they need, we try to make sure we provide that information or try to get information so they can be successful. Tell me a little bit about how the organization is funded to whatever extent you're familiar. Like I know that I'm sure that they accept donations. Oh yeah. Donations, um, grants. Okay. Um, we're always looking for grants, donations. We do a lot of events. Um, we, we set up a lot of churches, um, and donations and then, of course, we have our products that we make that the survivors make yeah. that we sell too. So, got it. Which so, is really cool because it's like really good product. I know, you know? and it is, and, I, and that's so. This yeah. is a great. This is a great segue. Before I go forward, and we'll reiterate this at the end for anybody listening, refugeforwomen.org. So, if you specifically want to go get more information, and I, that's correct, right? Refugeforwomen.org. Refugeforwomen.org. All right, and then that. survivor made, and we're on. Instagram and Facebook. You got it. Yeah. All right. So now let's, let's start talking about how did Survivor Made come about in the first place? So you have Refuge for Women, ministering to women, helping them exit um, these difficult situations, and then helping to transition them into a better life, a different life. And then in the midst of this, Survivor Made happens. So tell me how that happened. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty uh, awesome because remember, I told you I went through the program, but when I went through it, I just graduated and just got. I worked at Toyota. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So we just wanted an enterprise to ha- help the women transition even more. Okay, we got their place, and now we want to show them how to be successful in the workplace, and it's just a safe place for them to work at. Teach them new skills. We make purses, candles, keychain, earrings, and that's basically how it started. We wanted to further show them how to be successful because a lot of them never had a job before. Yeah. And was the was there even beyond that though? Like, was there women involved in the program that's like, hey, raise their hand and are like, I know how to do this. Like, was it or was I it think, somebody saw we somebody connect, doing I think, something? Or I think we was um, um, we had some contacts in Texas, and we had a few people that was on staff that was really creative. So I think it, we even had women in the program that knew how to make candles. So it was like a few little like, oh, well, maybe we can do this. It kind of right. went like that. Yeah. So somebody kind of picked up on the fact like, oh, so-and-so seems to have a particular skill set doing this, and maybe they know how to do that. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, we should take this stuff and and, and Yeah, I think itself. working with different organizations, I'm, I'm for sure they had something going on in Texas, and then we just kind of, wow, well, we can really help the women be more successful showing them how to make products. I mean, I mean, when you never had a job before and you're making handmade products, it it gives you a certain like, oh, I can I can do something else besides what I used to do. You right. know? So, yeah. And, yeah. And it's and what's nice about it is it's a it's something that you guys control end to end within yeah. your organization so that you can kind of 
place folks in and, and, and it gives them sort of almost like some experience before the external experience. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm learning how to make all the products now. Um, not got all of them. I'm learning how to sew right now, but it's, it's pretty amazing. It's high quality products. So are you sewing on, I probably it's a really dumb question, but a lot of these things are probably sewn on machines. <laughs> no, or, it's not a dumb question. I, yeah. I think I know what you're about to ask. <laughs> yeah, tell, I mean, tell me. Well, how long has Survivor okay. Made been around? Let me start there. How long has Survivor I, Made been about two years? It's been about oh, it's, so Survivor Made's only been around for about two years. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, okay, been around for a while. Yeah. Survivor, I mean, Refuge for Women been around a while. Yes, yeah. So, so, you know, the enterprise is is pretty new. Two years. Okay, so we're we're learning and growing. So so let's talk. Okay, so just high level. I'm on the website now, again, SurvivorMade.org, okay. and we will reiterate this at the end. But uh, so we've got candles, which we, you know, you guys have sent me some samples of these things and we're considering, mm-hmm. we're looking into figuring out how do we kind of, how do we potentially take this product and take it to some of our business customers uh, that they might use as a gift for employees and customers with custom yeah. labels. Um, admittedly, and we talked about this before, we've been given some samples. We haven't we haven't actually sent you any orders yet. We're still trying to figure out exactly how we incorporate that. I think this podcast actually will be one of the uh, sort of first ways that we can do that so that I can distribute this conversation. And then that will contextualize for people why we're providing, why we're bringing this product to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because I think a big part of it is the story. I think that, you know, this will be relevant to our customers who want to give a gift to their employees or their customers that resonate with that story and, and want to, you know, have that be a part of what they're, what they're doing. So candles, you've got the leather bags and goods, uh, and you've got some apparel. So let's just kind of go through each, okay. go through each product and tell me I'm a little bit about, about this one, yeah. So I'm, tell me, I'm learning. So I like, even though I'm the sales director, I'm literally, it's really an honor to work with these women because it's like, I'm with them hand in hand and to know what they've been through. And so, like, see them make the products, but like the candles are all natural, soy based. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Hand poured, like everything is literally hand poured, all natural candles. Um, right now, our um, new new favorites are um, chocolate, holiday. Um, you got a chocolate candle that smells like chocolate. Hot chocolate. Holy! It Toledo. smells like hot chocolate and marshmallows. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you picture like making them? We're like, okay, we need to get some donuts. (laughs) We need to to do something. Well, we got hot chocolate. We got red apple. We got Kentucky. We got vanilla pumpkin pie. So we always like just, we all, and it's so crazy. We'll be in there like, well, let's smell this. Let's try this. And we just, whoever decide and we just kind of make candles and it's it's pretty fun. So uh, I'm I'm curious how, and I don't know how detailed you're, you want to get, you're willing to get, tell, just tell me how, how does a candle even get made? Like, just talk me through as much of that. Yeah, as you it's, can. it's pretty awesome. Cause like before I never knew any of this. <laughs> so, um, so this is the process. So you put, it, it sounds weird what I'm about to say, but we have a big machine that can make it. But majority of the time we like to do the, it looks like a crock pot. Okay. And you put like the wax in there and you let it warm. And this is the soy wax. This is the soy wax. And Got you it. let it warm to a certain temperature. And then after a certain temperature, you put it in these jars and then you put the scent in there. You have to let it cool down and then you put the scent in there and then you just hand pour it to a certain length 
So do you like stir it with the scent? Like, I mean, you know, do you yeah, you got to okay. stir it. You got to stir it with the scent yep. and it had to be a certain temperature. I mean, these are skills that you would never forget. Like, where would I learn this at? <laughs> no doubt. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. And then like you're taking like a like the glass jar that I see and you're putting the wick at the bottom and you're pouring whatever the yeah, mixture so is. This is the process. Like the day before we do candles, we got somebody prepping the candles. Got so it. one of the ladies, they will prep it. They'll put the wicks in there prep it and then we'll heat up the, the wax and then we pour it in these containers and you put this in in there and then you just pour it in there and you got vanilla pumpkin pie yeah that's right or chocolate uh what'd you say chocolate uh, hot chocolate with marshmallows. Hot chocolate literally it smells like marshmallows and chocolate like i, gotta, I definitely yeah. have to get some of those so i'm pretty sure i can't remember whether it's the hope or the home but my wife has one at our house that she has been burning and she loves it. So anytime, yeah, it, no matter it's whether it's you guys or anybody else, if it, we have a candle supplier, I'm always like the first thing I do is sample, give it to my I wife and say, yeah. Yeah, I love candles. And I think it's pretty neat because I feel like when I think about our products, we're going to buy these products anyways. So won't you buy a product that's have a meaning behind it that's helping women? Because like when you buy the product, it's absolutely women employed. Yep. Yeah. And, and like I, and that was kind of what I was getting at earlier. And that's, you know, again, the tie in with us is, I mean, specifically the candle line because of the price points. I mean, you know, we're going to talk about the leather goods next. And those just tend to be because they're just they're, they're pretty labor intensive. The high the price points tend to be higher. And um, so a little more challenging for like a company like ours to sell those just because they are higher price points. But um, the candles, I think, make a ton of sense. Because, I mean, like on the website right now, I'm seeing these things range from and, – and I don't know exactly what they would translate to for pricing from us, but it looks like around 30 bucks. Um, yeah, and – Well, we, in this case, like the individual one – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it looks oh, like no, about, about, about 30 bucks for a 14-ounce individual. And then you've got like some smaller five-ounce versions, but that's generally the range. Yeah, and it, it is a, a little pricey, and um, we, we've been working on that just – coming up with a prize but when you think about oh i don't yeah let me make sure i'm clear i'm not i don't think that's actually out of line i was just making sure that people who are listening kind of have a sense oh yeah 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 i think it's i think it's very reasonable very in line quality yeah absolutely and uh and so for us like because of those price points that does make sense to where we can come in and offer them to our customers Mm -hmm. um all right so tell me let's let's move to talking about the leather stuff which i'm i'm a sucker for everything leather yeah like I'm super excited about the leather. I haven't got that skill down packed, but the ladies over there are doing it. Um, but in this, the purses are really nice, high quality. We get all our leather from Texas. So it's all local. It's not like from out of Japan somewhere. It's like all local stuff, which is okay. People get their stuff from Japan. But yeah, the stuff is local. Yeah, but it's um, all like, lo- it's all sort of U.S. based, handmade. U.S. And like, based. I see the, like, so when you say purses, like, I, I'm on the website and I see the tote and I see the, the J bag. Is that what you're referring to as the purse? Yes. Yeah. Okay. J bag, commuter tote, commuter tote um, yep. CJ totes, uh, CJ bag. So yeah, they're all are different bags, different leathers, but it's real leather. Um, U.S. Right, made in the U.S., so it's it's pretty cool because when you first get it, it's like this big roll. And when when I first seen it, I'm like, "What are we gonna do with this?" And to see you make two bags out of this leather, so yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And again, I mean, the price points like the the CJ tote online right now is about 140 dollars. You got about 115 dollars for the tote, and the J bag is about 110. But these are handmade with 
you know, with leather. I mean, they're they're crafted, handcrafted items. Um, like literally, I wear it because I'm a buy a purse anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then like, and I'm kind of I, I don't know if maybe Ked and I talked about this, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like in our case, oh, like no, if we came and we had a client that loved the story and was like, you know what, I want to do some of these totes. Would we probably just put a, a logo on some kind of hang tag, not so much like debossing the bag itself? Or can you put the logo, like a client's logo on the bag itself? Oh, yes. We're we're moving into not just our products, but for instance, we're working with um, really big companies. I don't know if I can name the companies. So I'm not going to yeah. say names. But we're working with other companies and they're putting their logos. Like we have journals. I don't know if you see the journals on the website. I do. And yeah. They just order a big order of journals with their logo on it. So even if yep. you want to buy like Christmas gifts for your company or birthday gifts for your husband or your wife, like we can make special customized work for um, companies, corporations, birthday gifts, yeah. you know, and with your logo, your business. And that's you know? the bu- yeah. And that's the business that we're in is 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 finding, you know, either suppliers or in this case, partnerships with products that we think will be relevant to our business customers who want to give gifts to their employees and customers. And that's why that this makes a lot of sense because I do think a lot of our customers would be interested in supporting and, you know, sort of the story here. Um, So go ahead. Were you going to say something? Yeah. And I think it's really important because if we really want to grow, we have to think outside the box and just really get those corporate companies and businesses, you know, so. Yeah. And so let's see, you mentioned the journals and then it looks like mm-hmm. you actually have some teardrop earrings. Those are kind of cool. Yes. And, and guess what? And we made those like out of the scraps, out of the oh, that's smart. leftover yeah, yeah. leather, but it's still good. But instead of just throwing it away, we make earrings out of them. Yeah. They're super cool. And you've got this leather strap keychain. Um, so, yeah. So I, there's... Literally, I don't even have it with me, but I literally have my keys in her because I always lose it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, it looks like there's a handful of clothing items on here that uh, look to be a little more like just specific to the mission of. Yes, that's my um, clothing line. I have a a clothing line and Refugee Women, they supported me and I have stuff online. So I have T-shirts. The name of the company is um, Modesty Image. So Mm -hmm. got it. Okay, All right. Very good. Um, Okay, so. Tell me kind of it's been around two years. People have a sense of, you know, the story of Refuge for Women, a little bit of a sense of how Survivor Made came about. And tell me kind of, you know, you're the sales director. Give me a little bit about like, okay, you just made you actually just alluded to it when you're talking about if we want to grow. Um, What's give me a little bit of an idea of like what your plans are to kind of grow this part of of the organization. Yeah, my plans, like I'm one of those persons that's like, I be thinking outside about, I have these really, really big plans. And I think it's good if you're a sales director. Um, But I think my plans is um, just to have events all year long at churches, at festivals, at um, selling our product, doing customized orders for businesses and restaurants. Um, Like I said, events, churches. You know, all year long, you know, um, selling our product on the website, um, social media, building relationships, building communities, really taking it to the next level. I just started in August. Yeah. Do you see a lot of it being what I – and so in my mind, I would kind of – there'd be two channels, really. There's the retail channel, which is kind of what you're describing, which is whether you're selling it online or you're selling it at a festival or you're selling it at a church – 
sort of unlogoed. It's just like stuff that you have that people are just transacting kind of retail. Mm-hmm. And then you got the corporate side, which is what you describe where, you know, folks like our our company or even our clients would come to you or the clients that you mentioned that you're working with that are going to give it to their employees or their customers as yeah. a gift with their logo. Mm-hmm. Do you see it being, you know, 50-50? Do you tend to think that the retail will be 70-80% of that, the most, the majority of that? I think and the majority then, would be the the businesses and the corporations okay, because okay. I mean we can it depends on like what event it is exactly but those big businesses high end restaurants boutique stores I would love to get our items in boutique stores and we can be a community continuing it all year long every year um, so boutique stores um, high end customers like you know far as restaurants yeah. and businesses yeah okay. I think that would right. be the majority. I would say, because those are big orders. Very good. Very good. Um, so I, the thing I would say, just as we kind of, you know, we wrap up here coming down the, the home stretch, that's, that's, yeah. you know, the Kentucky terminology, I guess, coming down the home stretch. <laughs> well, I'm from uh, Michigan. Uh, well, that's true, but you're like an adopted. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. You're learning. Yeah. I'm, I'm not from here either. So we're both learning. You know, uh, okay. Together. Okay. Um, if people are interested in learning more, um, they can go to refugeforwomen.org. Yes. Then go to survivormade.org. Mm-hmm. And so Refuge yeah. for Women, again, go ahead. Yeah. If you want to learn more about us, you can go on our social media, uh, Survivor Made, and also refugeforwomen.org. And we have the website. You can go on there and buy products. It really helps us when you share our page and when you buy stuff. So if you want to know more about us, just go on refugewomen.org or survivormate. Yeah, very good. And then our customers who will be listening to this that are interested in pursuing candles or leather bags or the leather journals or any of the items that we've talked about or that now you've pulled up the website and you're looking through and you see see that and you, th- and you love the story and you love the product and you think, man, I would love to give this as a gift to my employees or customers or, or whatever, really. Uh, reach out to us and we would work uh, with Jessica and her team uh, to get pricing, to work on mock-ups with your logo and whatever it is that you, that you might, that you might need. So um, this has been great. I really appreciate it. I hope that people listen to this and that that results in, you know, at least if nothing else, you know, people will be aware of refuge for women, more aware of survivor made and ultimately uh, hopefully reach out and actually help us to send some business your way. Yes. Uh, Thank you again for doing this. It's nice to meet you. Nice to see you Thank in person. You. Um, heard about you from from Ked. He spoke very highly of you. And Thank uh, you. and actually, one other little little thing. And I don't know if there's a connection. You may or may not know him, but so I. This is just a little bit of a rabbit trail, but <laughs> it's, okay. Uh, it's okay. I work out with an organization called F3, and F3's got a group in in Lexington and, and Louisville. It's a free outdoor men's workout group. But there's a guy in Lagrange that I think knows Kid. Um, his name's John Stewart. John has a construction Kid company. knows everybody. I don't know. Yeah, he does. And and John is very involved because he's a part of Southeast Christian Church here in, okay. in Louisville. Uh, John has gotten very involved in the efforts of the church and different things to fight sex trafficking um, on his own. Like, not, 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 not on his own, but involved in yeah, yeah. the organizations that are doing that. And uh, I know that he's familiar with Refuge for Women. I think he's familiar with kids. So, so you know, one of the things that's encouraging for me, and I have three daughters, I, I, um, so you have two, I have three, mm-hmm. 14, 11, and six, is just the efforts that I see being made to fight that. Uh, to, yeah. to, to, to First of all, acknowledge that it exists, which 
is something I think for a long time, people just didn't really talk about it. Um, no. And I'm, I'm very, yeah, I want you to respond. I, mean, I want you to tell me whether you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I think, I think people are not aware and I think people are like, oh, that's not going on. Or, or, or they just don't think, yeah, they don't think it's going on in their backyard. I think that's something that John Stewart talks about a lot. He's like, people think yeah. this happens in Las Vegas or New York or wherever. They said it is happening right here. Like, yeah, the biggest day, Der- Derby Day. And um, the thing that's in Louisville, like Derby, um, what is the other, Kingland? Yep. Those those are like the biggest days. But like people think that it's not going on, but it really is. It's going around in your neighborhood. It's, it's not going to be like obvious. They're well planned. These are you know, and it's it's out here. I mean, I've been through a lot. Like I was the first graduate and I never thought I would have been what I've been through. And just to have opportunities to have programs you can go to, to have help, you know, that specifically what you're going through is amazing. And it's really a good pro- program. I would say I'm a success story, you know. So, Without question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one so, question yeah. that occurred to me that I have kind of, that I feel like I have I've just glossed over is, Let's say someone's listening to this and they feel like they know someone who might need they've either observed something, they know someone that might need to need help, for lack of a better way to describe it. How do you go about that? You know, it's it's one thing to listen to this and become aware of refuge for women and survivor made, but what does it look like if I'm a person listening to this and I think I know a a woman or someone who needs help to get them connected to get them that mm-hmm. help? Okay, so they would just call they would just call and and we would just go through the process. And if, cause it's different situations. We get all types of calls. Some is abuse. Some of them is sex traffic. So they would just call and we would just walk them through it, whether it's our program or we would put them where they can go. So they so, would call, they can email. And it. I think online you can fill out an application online. So if I'm someone that has someone that I think needs help, I just simply go to refugeforwomen.com and reach mm-hmm. out in one way or another, and you guys will walk us through. And we'll walk process. them through it, like literally. Right. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Jessica, it's been great. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, mm-hmm. look forward to sending you billions and billions of dollars worth of business. Yes, yes, yes. That's the go. That's the go, especially as a sales director. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We'll thank look forward you. to talking to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.